Welcome, everyone, to Say What. With me here, of course, is Justin Bradshaw, our CEO. It's me. Yay. Yeah, this is unprecedented times. I'm trying to be really happy, but this is this is tough. Well, I think it's the uncertainty, right? It so is. it's yeah. it's one thing if you know, hey, we're going to be dealing with this for this period of time where we can get sort of mentally prepared for everything that's going to come down the road. But I think, you know, for those of us that have little kids at home, right? Uh, I mean, right? It's just uh, you know, the <laughs> memes the memes I think keep people <laughs> sane to a certain extent, but right. yeah, I think it's really the 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 uncertainty and some of the fear of the unknown, I think is uh what's, you know, at least for me personally that's probably what weighs on me more than dealing with, you know, any disruptions in my day-to-day life. Well, and it's been interesting and kind of eerie when you walk into the office. Just things are just a little unsettling right now. Oh, it's it's uh, it's weird when it's a ghost town. It reminds me a lot of, of uh, some of the post-hurricane stuff we've had it here does. in Houston with yeah. everyone evacuating. And um, it's, it's a little weird. I sort of half expect to see some tumbleweeds you know, <laughs> right, go rolling down the, down the streams. <laughs> The street sometime soon. It's but. true. It's true. Well, we're, we we are uh, practicing social distancing. For sure. Yeah, It's for sure, as so. close to six feet as we can get. That's exactly right. Um, with that said, you know, the, uh, the outbreak has uh, left a lot of Texans really curious about, you know, how am I going to afford my electricity bill? The other thing that they're wondering, does it affect the electricity? Could the electricity go down? I mean, could, could we have blackouts, that type of thing? So let's talk about that first. Our electricity isn't going to shut off anytime soon. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect that to happen. If anything, right now, I think what we're going to see is that uh, at least on the commercial and maybe some of the industrial facilities, those demands will be decreasing. Um, and I think we're, we're starting to see some of that materialize already in the day-to-day stuff. Now, of course, there's an offset to that, which is, uh, you know, folks who are at home and they're consuming a lot more electricity in their homes Changes than they would the normally. Usage, the load. Yeah, and, and, and it's interesting, you know, commercial properties, whether it's a strip center or, if, you know, you have a real industrial facility, they might work shifts. So their demand is pretty consistent across, you know, the course of the day or consistent across daytime hours. That's if true. You have a strip mall and folks are coming in and out of the stores. Right. Air conditioners shut down overnight and they pick back up in the morning. So residential consumption is a lot different than that. So it, it, it can be interesting. I think it's definitely created some, um, you know, learn, not, learn on the fly kind of situation right. for the, the way the overall fleet in Texas is dispatched to meet the demand requirements. But, and it's going to look a lot more like what we see uh, in normal periods of time, like weekends. So weekends, tend, those overall loads tend to be lower on a Saturday or a Sunday. These mm-hmm. these should be on a weather-adjusted basis even lower than that because most of these businesses are still not running on the weekends. That's right. But the the demand shape is, is quite a bit different on the weekends than it is on the weekday as a general rule. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're seeing more and more of that as time goes on. I think the big risk that we're looking at is o- over time is really we don't know how, how pervasive – all this infection will end up being for folks. So, you right. know, I, I only know what I read. And, you know, mercifully, uh, it looks like the vast majority of people that contract this illness have pretty mild symptoms. 80% so far. But, well, yeah, we, whatever we whatever the numbers that's are. Right. But that's it, right. it seems as though uh, in, that's sort of the positive news, I guess, uh, you know, four out of five people. Right. Uh, but the, the issue that we'll be dealing with, if you think about critical infrastructure, and uh, in, in, as I think specifically about the power side, is you know we've been able to automate a lot of those systems, but we still have to have people that are there. Mm-hmm. So I know there's been some talk in the industry about whether or not uh, you isolate the plant operators and you know 
have them actually living out of these plants. So oh, some of the, some of the yeah. newer equipment is yeah. uh, you're able to run it with far fewer people. So the good but news you is still have to physically be you there. still have to have people that are there. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're going to get into issues right now. Like this time of year is a time of year when there's a lot of maintenance that's being done to a lot of the equipment. So I don't know how any of this is impacting. Uh, I suspect mm -hmm. there's not a ton of impact right now, but is the logistics of being able to get spare parts and other kinds of things starts to slow down. It may just right. end up, you know, I don't think it's going to have a material effect in terms of what we're dealing with, given what we know today. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely some other considerations that may or not sort of front and center. But I think that, you know, our electricity infrastructure is one of the most important pieces of infrastructure that we deal with, you know, electricity and water uh, right. being of utmost importance really from our, our modern way of life. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm fairly convinced that uh, no matter what ends up happening, there'll, there'll be adequate resources that are, that are you know, put to bear uh, to make sure that we have... You know, these ongoing supplies. The good news is it's it's not happening where uh, it's not like hospital beds. Right. The demand is not anticipated to outstrip right. our supply. So all things being equal, I think we'll be okay. Also, you know, a lot of people are worried about their pocketbook, clearly and understandably. Um, during the state of disaster, there is a moratorium on disconnects in Texas. So talk about what that actually means. What does the moratorium actually mean for the average consumer? Sure. Well, there's been a process in place for a very long time uh, with uh, in, in the statutes and the way the rules are written in, in Texas. Uh, I'm sure it's it's true in other parts of the country as well, but it's particularly important for us in the competitive market. Uh, we see disconnect moratoriums almost every year. Um, usually the disconnect moratoriums happen where you can't disconnect someone for non-payment if it's you know 100 degrees outside there's some specific criteria of heat index and the sure. number of days on heat index so sure. it's it's a health and safety kind of an issue mm -hmm. and so the the state steps in and they basically tell the retailers uh, we get it you have the right to disconnect folks for non-payment but in this particular situation because of circumstances we're going to go ahead and not allow you to enforce that so that's what that disconnect moratorium is. Uh, it's done through the wires companies, since all the retailers have to have the wires companies right. initiate and terminate service. So uh, you know this this was put in place on an emergency basis. Uh, it's been rolled. Uh, you know the dates of where that's ending. You know continue to roll out there, but nothing's really changing in our circumstances. So right now there's there's a, a big debate uh, of how to fund all this. Uh, right. So, but the most important thing is, you know, there's so much uncertainty with folks and, and with them being home and not knowing you know, it's absolutely going to be devastating, devastating to a number of people losing jobs, having hours cut back and everything else. I think the, the state and, and the public utilities commission has realized that the last thing anyone needs to worry about for right now is their lights, uh, going, their lights out. going out now yep. there is a cost to that and so it remains to be seen it may very well be that there's a rider you know in the, in the past we had a a program in texas called light up and so light up was uh it doesn't exist anymore but it was one where uh, the all the retailers through tdsp charges they collected uh, extra funds or you could contribute into those funds and uh you know, th those funds would go to help make payments for folks that were economically disadvantaged. Okay. So I think what we'll see today is it's very likely that we'll see a surcharge make its way into everybody's bills to help offset some of this uh, new cost uh, 
um, that is is going to be there just because some folks just can't pay their electricity Well, bills. I was going to say, I mean, this moratorium does not absolve them from paying that bill, and I'm afraid some people might think, oh, I don't have to pay the electricity bill. That's right. not the case. No, I mean, they're still going to seek payment. No, mm-hmm. no, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't have it, you don't have it. So I'm not right. sure what actually can be done in that regard. So it, it's very fluid, so we'll figure out what happens. I mean, I think generally speaking, um, you know, folks will prioritize what they're paying. So uh, right, I think right. that most people want to make sure they have electricity. And, and obviously, it's necessity. Uh, yeah, it's an emergency condition. You know, obviously nothing is normal right now. And that's that's what we're dealing with. But I, I don't know how long that will last for. So if folks are yeah. banking on that, we just need to be aware that it may not go on for forever. So the other thing, too, is a lot of people think, well, will I be penalized for for late payments or that type of thing? If you're working with your electricity provider nine times out of ten, if you have some type of payment arrangement, you're going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they know what's happening. I mean, there's, sure. there's uh, I think the, I think actually the um, the the temporary order that was uh, promulgated a couple of days ago that got sent out uh, would, did not allow for uh, late fees either. Now, I'm, I might mistaken okay. about that so right. i think some of those late fees and those things were waived as well so it's it's super fluid yeah what will end up happening um it's like everything else it's like you know everyone's trying to figure it out on the fly mm-hmm. uh, the, the goal is to make sure that we do not put people in the dark uh, just owing to their circumstances no question and so i think you know the the public utilities commission along with the providers and along with the tdsps have gotten this right um, the last thing that we need is to is to have that being a major crisis for people, particularly with children at home or, or you know, folks that, that, that they don't need the stuff. stress. That, they really don't not, need the stress. Not for the time. And we, yeah. we'll, we'll figure out, you know, how to how to allocate the costs associated with this stuff later. Right. But generally speaking, I think that's right. I think, um, you know, if you have an issue or you know you're going to have an issue, I think trying to work something through with your provider um, is is almost all of them will, will would rather work, work with you, with you yeah. than not get paid anything. Right. Um, everyone needs to keep in mind, though, if you end up entering into a payment arrangement with a with a, a retail electricity provider, they can place what they call a switch hold mm-hmm. on your account, which means that while you still have a deferred balance or you have a payment arrangement with them, monies that you owe them, they can prevent you from switching to another provider. So you can't run away from that debt. That's right. So that's yeah. you know one of the one of the balancing factors to having someone defer yeah. what you need to pay them, uh, and that's in normal times. Now I don't know how any of this stuff will play out uh, in that's these right. circumstances, but that's that's the way it has historically worked. Again, fluid. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, and of course, if you're an Energy Ogre member and and you have to make some type of payment arrangement, please call us. We can help you through. Walk, walk you through that yeah, as well. We'll do our absolute best to right, right, navigate that, that for you. So the retail electricity providers, uh, they're facing additional bad debt. Explain what that means in the big scope of, of, of the electricity industry. Well, it's just that. It's, it's what we've been talking about. It's, it's not getting paid by their customers. Mm-hmm. And so now we've got to figure out, um, from a fairness perspective, um, you know, if you're running a business – and you have the government tell you that you can't, you know, if you're running uh, Starbucks and you have the government tell you that that you, you have to keep providing coffee for free, yeah, uh, you're wearing that exposure, um, even if it's the right thing to do. There is a cost associated with that, so that's that's a big concern that 
uh, at least the way our market was restructured here, is that each one of the retail electricity providers, unlike other states, they're responsible for sending out their bills and for collecting their bills. And, um, and you know, uh, in some other states, they subsidize this or the wires company sends those bills out and they guarantee the retailers that they get a certain percentage of what's billed. Yeah. That doesn't work that way here. It's that's why a lot of the credit criteria and the threshold thing is different from retailer to retailer because they're making the decision of what kind of credit exposure that they can handle yeah. within the, the within the way the rule is written, right? So it's a lot more complicated than people just think. They just it is. They, don't, they so, don't see the big picture. Sure, sure. And I think if you you know the the business, I think. Um, a lot of people tend to think that, that there's huge amounts of margin in selling electricity on some of these right. things. And, and oftentimes that's not really the case. Uh, I think uh, just because of the way the wholesale market works behind the scenes and, and the, the cost to serve the a residential profile mm -hmm. consumption, it's, it, it can be expensive, especially like with what we saw last year. Yeah. It's hard to hedge it and it's hard to do some of those things. So these businesses rightly uh, are concerned. We, we think that you know, we don't want any retailer to make an outsized margin and we want them to make a reasonable margin. Yeah, uh, they're in business to make money. Right. The, what's reasonable is in the eye of the beholder, right? True. So we think the <laughs> ones that are the most efficient and they have their processes down, they have better hedging tools, um, they're, they you know, do a better job of minimizing their advertising costs. If they, the ones that run their businesses most efficiently should be able to make a good margin. And I think all of us as consumers in Texas want to see that happening because we don't want to have great to have competition mm -hmm. but if we can choose between three providers is that really competition so we want a robust market right right and so there has to be a reasonable margin in there for there to be a robust market um, but you know our job is to try to keep everyone um, in the, the lower lower cost portion of, of that at all times good stuff anything else you want to say in regards to you know keeping the lights on during this pandemic or or people paying bills you know not being able to pay bills anything else in regards to that yeah, I mean, I think for the time being, you know, uh, like everything else, I think you, you can reduce your overall cost by just being mindful about what you're consuming, right? So even right. just simple things, I know um, a lot, some things that we just don't even really think about, especially mm -hmm. as we're starting to get into warmer weather now, mm -hmm. our air conditioners are going to start running again. So the absolute amount of what our electricity spends should start increasing just because our demand will start increasing. So there's some good times for us to go through. I know a lot of people probably have done this already, but you would be shocked at how much uh, electricity demand is saved by just uh, swapping over to LED light bulbs. Mm -hmm. It's a huge, and I don't think a lot of people know that, but you know, maybe we're busy running out the door to work and back and forth. It's not a priority, right? Yeah, but today, you, if you're stuck be. staring at the walls, then yeah. you know maybe it's easy to, to order some of those uh, online and, and have them delivered to you. Another thing I think people forget about is, and, and I know that, thank goodness I have a new thermostat that sort of reminds me, but uh, changing the filters on your on your air conditioning equipment, especially mm -hmm. as we're transitioning to this time, a lot of people think, okay, whatever, it's maybe a dirty filter, but when you have that dirty filter, it uh, or it may not look dirty, right. but it's been there long enough. Um, so what happens is as the as those filters start to get you know, they pick up more and more stuff in them, especially if you're home more, right? And dirt and particles is that's right. Sloughing off and all that. So what happens with that is it it restricts the airflow. Well, right. And so the air conditioning system 
is trying to meet that temperature. And so if you're, if you're compromising the amount of flow, then what's going to happen is, is it that, that equipment is not anywhere near as efficient as it should be. It's working harder, right? Right. So it will, t it will, if, if the flow is good, mm -hmm. then it can get to its temperature quickly. If the flow is bad, it's going to run 5% longer or 10% longer to hit that temperature. So you're just increasing your electricity consumption for no good reason. So dirty filters like running uphill against the wind. A little, little bit like that. <laughs> okay. It's just a simple thing to do. <laughs> yeah, and sure. I think it's, uh, you know, and some folks change. I guess it depends on if you have pets or whatever have you. But every three to six months, it does make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, something that's easy for us to overlook don't think about it a ton. That's right. I think for me, I've got, you know, two teenage boys. So I think if I could just get them from stopping opening the refrigerator and standing in Figuring front of it for like five minutes, I'd probably <laughs> save right. about 5% of my electricity bill just by reducing that cost alone. Just put a lock on it. That's Something all, that's like all that, I do. So. <laughs> Yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Well, I think we've tackled enough on, on that for today. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, our lights are going to stay on and uh, there is a moratorium. You still will have to pay the bill. But if you are an Energy Ogre member, please call us. We'll help you uh, through this and walk you through uh, your options. So, All right, Justin, as always, we appreciate your time. It's all the way over here. I know. So it was actually, a this long time it trip. was. It, it was, was a long trip, actually. Yeah. So. Today's unlike uh, normal days. You're shambling over. That's for gas, sure. So. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any questions or comments that you want uh, addressed by Justin, please leave them in the comments down below. In the meantime, stay cool, be kind, and do great things because, of course, it is the yoga way.